The following program is a paid promotion sponsored by Peak Financial Freedom Group. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with this money that really matters. How will you reduce your taxes in retirement, generate income, pay for the skyrocketing cost of health care, and get more from your Social Security benefits? Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with your hosts, Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice that can help you overcome the toughest challenges in retirement today. And now, here are your hosts, Jim and Dan. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Dan Ahmed, and I'm here with my co-host, Jim Files, and thanks so much for joining us today. If you have an IRA or 401k, if you have a SEP or even a pension or any other type of tax-deferred retirement account, you'll want to pay especially close attention to what we're going to talk about today. Most clients we meet with for the very first time, they're making one of two critical mistakes. Number one, when they look at their account balances on their statements, they forget they have to pay taxes when they withdraw money from their IRA or their 401ks. So they're under the impression that all the money in those accounts are theirs. Or two, they're grossly underestimating how much they'll have to pay in taxes on these accounts. But Jim, a lot of people think it won't matter because they think their taxes will be lower in retirement. Well, in either case, part of our job is to educate retirees and people planning for retirement about the reality of the situation, which is unless we do some tax planning now, there will be paying taxes on these accounts and these taxes could be a lot higher than they realize. And that's the conversation Dan and I want to have with you today on the show. So coming up on today's show, we'll show you four different IRA and 401k tax traps that could cost you a fortune in retirement. Plus, the strategies that could reduce or eliminate these taxes altogether. Well, Jim, we have to look at really how and when should someone draw money from their IRA and 401k and how that could potentially trigger higher taxes for them. I think when you look at it, most people, you probably have a significant amount of your nest egg stashed away in what's called a tax deferred retirement account, a 401k, an IRA, a 403b, a 457, etc. And instead of withdrawing money whenever you need it, You need to have a tax-efficient withdrawal strategy to reduce your taxes. We've seen many people that they don't touch their IRAs and they have a big IRA, two, three, four million dollars. Then suddenly they have a big cost come up and they need to draw a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars out of that account in a lump sum and it kills them in taxes. You know, Dan, I had this happen just recently. We had a new prospect come into our office last week, a single lady, and she wanted to pay cash for her house up here. She's now 70 and retired and she took money out of her IRA. The advisor did not tell her the ramifications and And she had no idea until she met with me last week that that money taken out in October of this year is going to have a huge tax liability when it comes time to do her tax return. And she was completely shocked, Dan. I mean, she sat there and almost cried because she had no idea. But it's those types of mistakes that can derail your entire retirement if you don't understand um, what you're supposed to do. Uh, with your money. This is all about the planning process. And that's one thing uh, we don't do. We don't tell people that you'll be fine and nothing's going to derail your retirement. And I hear that all the time, Dan. People come in here for the first time and they have a portfolio, uh, uh, large or small, whatever it may be. And they've been told by their advisor when they ask them, how am I going to get to retirement? Will I be okay? And the advisor says, you'll be fine. Dan, do we ever tell a a client they'll be fine? What do we do actually to make sure the client is going to be fine? Whenever you deal with any advisor, you should look at it this way. Never just trust the advisor blindly. Everything the advisor says to you or does for you or prepares for you, make sure you get it in writing. That will include how much risk you're taking, meaning if the stock market crashes like it did in 2001 and two, and in 2007, eight, nine, get in writing how much you could potentially lose. 
Know exactly what you're paying in fees, but get it in writing. Get an income plan that'll show where each source of income is going to come every year for as long as you live and get that in writing. Get in writing how much tax you're going to pay when you're drawing money off of your assets. And if you know that tax isn't going to be a large amount and your income is going to last forever, it'll put you in a position where you're not going to worry about your money so much. Unless you have this spelled out in detail by income source, when income should be turned on, turned off, uh, will it go away? Will it flatline? Do you have enough money to offset inflation? Do you have enough money for long-term care when you get older? All this has to be considered as part of a proper plan, not just by some advisor saying, oh, you're going to be fine because you have enough money. Well, you look at that lady that you dealt with that took out a big lump sum to buy a house. You know, for her, it was very easy to make contributions to her retirement accounts for as long as she lived. But she found out the hard way. It's very complicated to withdraw the money during retirement and do it in an efficient manner because you're going to owe. She owed taxes on every withdrawal that's going to be taken out. And you have to have a good strategy in place. If you don't have a good strategy in place, taxes, just like for her, could easily become one of the biggest expenses during retirement time period. And you don't want that to happen. And it just takes some time, some effort, some expertise to put something together that will then make you feel comfortable that you know where the income is going to come from, how much tax you're going to pay. We, we just did a, a plan for a couple. Uh, I think they have about $3 million saved and they don't have pensions, but they have Social Security. And they really wanted to get close to $200,000 of gross income during retirement. And everything they read said there's no way they're going to be able to do that. Well, we put a plan together. We got them a little bit more than $200,000 of gross income during retirement. But then they were so afraid of taxes. Well, we put the plan together and when they were working, we asked them how much they made and they said they were making about 300,000 while they were working and I asked them how much they kept and they said, well, we netted about 50% of what we were grossing because of federal tax, state tax, social security tax, as well as putting money to 401ks and 457s. What if you had 200,000 and you only paid 20% in federal and state taxes and we could get you $160,000 in net income? What did that do for their life? Well, it changed their life, Dan, and they can, we were able to see exactly how that was going to play for the rest of their life. So how much money have you saved in your IRA or 401k? You want to think of this money as being your money, but in reality, it's a joint account between you and the IRS. Because remember, you still have to pay taxes when you withdraw this money in retirement, right? The good news is there are ways you could dramatically reduce these taxes. And reducing your taxes in retirement is just one of the critical issues we tackle with our Peak Financial Retirement Blueprint. And today, we're offering to create one of these customized plans just for you. And we're not going to charge you a dime. This free customized plan will show you how you could potentially reduce your taxes in retirement, generate dependable income while lowering your risk at the same time, wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits, and then seamlessly pass your wealth on to the people you love and so much more. You know, Dan, the best part, there's no cost and there's no obligation whatsoever to you, the listeners. But there are only so many hours in a day and we can't do this for everyone. So we're offering this to qualified listeners who call us right now today. Be one of the first seven callers. If you saved at least $500,000 for retirement, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and then say the keyword money. You know, many advisors, Dan, may charge thousands of dollars for customized plans like we do. But we're not going to charge you a dime for this plan, and there's absolutely no strings attached. This offer is available for the listeners who call us today. Again, just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. And did you know you could pay taxes on up to 85% of your Social Security benefits? Well, it's true. Find out how to stop this when we come back.
You're listening to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is where you can count on straightforward and objective advice that can make your money go a lot further in retirement. And now here are your hosts, Jim and Dan. Welcome back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Dan Ahmed and I'm here with my co-host, Jim Files. And today we're talking about four IRA and 401k tax traps that could rob you of a big, huge chunk of your retirement savings. And coming up in this segment, you've been contributing to Social Security ever since your first paycheck as a kid. But when you start collecting your Social Security benefits in retirement, the government, they're going to try to take a big chunk of this money away from you in taxes. And unless you've done some advanced planning before you retire, Uncle Sam could literally get away with it. So when we look at Social Security income, Jim, uh, we say, and there's some articles on it actually out there that say you could be triggering a tax torpedo. Uh, in Market Watch, they talked about because of the way Social Security benefits are taxed, many middle-income retirees face a tax torpedo where their marginal tax rate can more than double. And no one ever wants to get hit by any type of torpedo, especially if it's called a tax torpedo. You know, Dan, there, there are tax strategies, and uh, uh, because we do understand this very thoroughly um, at our firm, uh, we look at every possible way to implement these strategies to abort that happening, because uh, you can indeed increase your taxes substantially if you don't understand these uh, techniques. And they are techniques, and you have to look at each plan individually. Um, every client is different. Uh, when you're going to turn on income, um, when you're going to turn on Social Security, uh, do we start taking money early uh, or later out of your 401k or your IRA accounts? Which, which assets to actually use at different times. That's exactly right. And all of this has to be noodled through because if you don't go through this thoroughly uh, and you just kind of start taking your money, all of a sudden you realize you're paying a lot, lot more money to the federal government and the state government than you ever anticipated. And the goal in retirement, uh, as we know very clearly, Dan, here, is that we want to maximize your net after-tax income, right? How much income do you have after-tax, after you paid federal and state tax, so that you can enjoy your retirement, pay your budget items, and hopefully, if you do everything right, generate excess cash flow above those budget items so you can do the things that you've dreamed in retirement. Well, you said two extremely important things. First, I want the listeners to actually realize you actually said the word noodle. You said the word noodle. I did say that. Which was pretty good. <laughs> Secondly, you said net income is the most important thing. And it's true because when you look at planning, it's not the gross income that we need to know as far as the bottom line. We need to know how much net income after taxes you have available on a monthly basis so that you can now use that money to pay for your wants and needs. And in addition, we'll take it a step farther and recommend that every single person plans their retirement this way. Whatever your gross income is, you have to calculate out how much tax you're gonna pay. And with many of our plans, as we talked about earlier on the segment, you might generate up to $200,000 a year of income and keep 80% of it not having as big of a tax drag on the money as possible if we put a proper plan together. But once we get to that net income figure, we now need to compare that net monthly income figure to what your true budget is and not a tight budget that you would have when you're 20 years old, but we call it the golden budget, meaning how much money on a monthly basis do you need to receive to pay for all of your wants and needs, including travel, including gifting, so that you don't have to worry about the amount of money coming in on a monthly basis if that money comes in month after month after month. 
Now you compare that. So let's say someone's budget is $8,000 and they have their house paid off. Well, we don't want to create a plan and you shouldn't create a plan that just gives you $8,000 of net after-tax income. You have to create a plan that creates net after-tax income of 10,000, 11,000, 12,000, even 13,000 or $14,000 per month because that excess money gym on a monthly basis, that 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, even $6,000 of net excess monthly money coming in on a monthly basis. Isn't that the true and only way to define financial freedom? That's exactly right, Dan. But you know, this is a problem. Uh, for 40 years, you've been working and you've been contributing to your 401k plan. You've been saving, you've been saving, you've been saving. And that's your mentality, right? You've been watching your account go up, up and up. You've so, been taking risks. So someone started with 20000 Now they have $3 million in their account. Yeah. you know, And all of a sudden, you have to change your, your perception of what you want your money to do for you. And that's one of the most difficult things we have to encounter with people that we work with because we're trying to change that perception. Because you have to look at life expectancy and what, at this point in your life, if you're getting ready to retire, retire, what do you want your money to do for you? And you have to convert that thought process in from growing your money to using your money. And that's a difficult thing for people to do because for 40 years, you've been saving your money and making sure you had enough money to retire. But psychologically, you don't know how to make that turn from asset accumulation and taking risk to asset preservation and income generation. Well, think about it. If you've been saving money for 40 years, you have become an expert saver. In fact, you become an expert saver by not spending. So now, 40 years later, when you're retired, not making a salary, and you have this asset base, doesn't it almost seem like a sin to most of the people we talk to that have succeeded by saving a million, two million, three million, four million, five million dollars or more? They're good savers. Doesn't it even seem almost like a sin to them, like it's a bad thing to spend some of that money? Yeah, because there's that psychological shift that you have to go through. And it's really an educational part of what we do here in the planning process because we have you identifying, we're going to say this many times on these shows that we have with you and the audience, is that you have saved your money for one thing, to utilize it in retirement to enhance your life or somebody else's life, your grandkids. You have saved that money so you could use it not to look at it. And that's really, really, really difficult because you've had 40 years of indoctrinating yourself and saving. And now how do you convert that pro thought process? And the biggest reason you don't do it and the biggest reason you don't spend your money is because you're afraid you're going to run out of money. That's well, the biggest reason. Well, there's four, that is, that's that's yeah. the biggest reason, but there's four reasons. One, I just listened to them real quick while you were talking there. They're, most people are deathly afraid. More, They actually are more afraid of running out of money than of death. 70% mm -hmm. of people are more afraid of running out of money because they know when they're dead, they don't need any more money. Yeah. But when we're living, we need the money. So that's number one. So what if a plan could be built where you wouldn't have to worry about running out of money? The second thing people worry about is that they're going to suffer this big, huge loss in their portfolio, especially, think about it, especially with how high the stock market is right now. And many experts think the stock market is so overvalued and only came close to this overvaluation in the 2000 um, technology bubble and in 1929. So what if then you could put a plan together that wouldn't have that high level of risk? Most people are afraid of taking out money and spending it because they're afraid of taxes. Well, what if a plan could be put together and you could be shown, and it was in writing that you weren't actually going to have a huge tax hit? And then the fourth reason, Jim, you and I always talk about is what if then we have kids or grandkids and we wouldn't leave some money to the beneficiaries and we're afraid if we spend it, well, we won't have as much money available to pay, give to the beneficiaries. Well, what if a plan could be put together, a legacy plan, 
that would show you what you could potentially leave to your beneficiaries. And you had all these things. You know, Dan, there's one one other or two. I think a lot of people in their 60s and 70s are starting to worry about long-term care. And many, many people do not have long-term care policies. And at that age, um, it gets very, very expensive, and we don't necessarily recommend it. But what we do recommend, it, recommend is to design a comprehensive plan to show you how that we can use your assets and have you self-fund your long-term care. Because unless we show you all this, where you're income's coming from, how are you going to use that income? You're not going to run out of money if you do things correctly. You're not going to have a major stock market crash if you structure your portfolio right and that you have enough money to offset inflation. And there's enough money left in your portfolio when you get older to manage through long-term care so you don't have to be put in a home that you can live in your house potentially, have somebody come in and take care of you and still leave money to your beneficiaries. That's Dan, the ideal plan. And that's what people want in the planning process. No, definitely. And you know, when you look at these taxes and Social Security, pretty much Every income source that you have during retirement, it's going to impact your taxes somewhat, either beneficially or on a negative manner. So if you don't consider the timing of this income, this Social Security, the IRA distributions, the 401k distributions, portfolio distributions, distributions from your bank accounts, etc., it could have a domino effect on the taxes that you'll pay on all your income. So it becomes very, very scary. So we have to make sure that the plan that you set up takes into consideration all income sources, but then also takes into consideration taxes. And, you know, most people that come in, you can ask yourself right now, do you have right now a retirement income plan, not not an account, but a plan in writing that shows for every year you're going to live for the next 30 years, how much income you're going to receive each year and from what sources those income sources are coming from. And do you have that delineated so you can see it every year? Here's where my income is going to come from. I'll bet 99% of you don't right now. And then if you do have that, do you have an analysis that shows how much tax you're going to pay on a monthly basis and what your net income is after taxes? How many people have these things, Jim? Uh, we don't find many people at all that have these, Dan, but every single person is thinking about that. They don't know how to achieve it. They don't know how to retrieve it. And unless you put together a plan, Dan, you're never going to have that. And now you know. You could potentially pay taxes on as much as 85% of your Social Security benefits. But there are some simple strategies that could help reduce or eliminate these taxes. So you can keep more Social Security income in your own pocket and out of the government's pocket. That's why we prepared something just for the listeners on the show today. We'll show you how you could reduce or eliminate the taxes on your Social Security benefits with a free customized peak financial retirement blueprint. This free customized plan will show you how you could reduce your taxes in retirement, generate dependable income while lowering your risk, optimize your Social Security benefits, seamlessly pass your wealth onto the people you love, and so much more. You know, Dan, the most important part, there's no cost and there's no obligation whatsoever. But there are only so many hours in a day, and we obviously can't do this for everyone. So we're offering this to qualified listeners who call us today. Be one of the next seven callers. And if you save at least $500,000 for retirement, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and then say the keyword money to schedule your initial analysis. You know, Dan, many advisors may charge thousands of dollars for customized plans like we do here, but we're not going to charge you a dime. And there's, again, no strings attached. This offer is available for the listeners who call us today. All you have to do is call again and leave a message by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and then say the keyword money. Again, pound 250 and say the keyword money. So when we come back, why the IRS can't wait for you to turn 72 years old. 
Want to learn how you could make the most out of every dollar you've saved for retirement? You've come to the right place. Welcome back to Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim and Dan. Welcome back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. I'm Dan Ahmed and I'm here with my co-host, Jim Files. And today we're talking about four IRA and 401k tax traps that could rob you of a big chunk of your retirement savings. And coming up in this segment, why Uncle Sam can't wait for you to turn 72. Because that's when the IRS forces you to start taking mandatory distributions from your IRA or 401k so they can finally start collecting taxes on your hard-earned savings. These mandatory withdrawals are called required minimum distributions, or you might have heard RMDs, and they could be devastating for your tax-deferred retirement accounts. And Jim, you know, when you look at RMDs, required minimum distributions, they could force people into a higher tax brackets. And no matter what, even if not a higher tax bracket, it's going to force people to pay taxes. In a lot of cases, they don't want to pay taxes. One of the things that we looked at before, required minimum distributions, RMDs, they've been referred. Some people call these things IRS's weapons of mass destruction. And if they aren't handled properly, we know they can trigger an avalanche of taxes and create a lot of unnecessary monthly expenses, even pushing people into the higher tax brackets. You know, Dan, a lot of people don't understand this. Uh, we deal with really, really smart people here that come into our firm, and they really don't get what RMDs are. But again, as you mentioned, whether you have a 401k or an IRA, a 457, a 403b, you might have a defined benefit plan at work as well. All those things will trigger your RMDs when you turn 72, and you have no way out of it. Matter of fact, if you don't take your income out of those retirement assets when you turn 72, guess what? Uh, the federal government taxes you 50%. That's 50 percent So you cannot make a mistake when you're doing these calculations. You have to make sure that your RMDs are structured correctly. You know when you need to take them out. And you start to look at this from a different perspective. Matter of fact, Dan, we have a whole um, process here at our firm. Just so people don't make that mistake, in October of every year, we go through every single account we have. And we have hundreds and hundreds of clients to make sure nobody's made a mistake that the plan has been orchestrated correctly and that the RMDs have been taken out because what the last thing you want to have happen is make a mistake on those RMDs, Dan. No one wants to pay a 50%, not 15, 50% penalty on not taking these monies out. And when you look at RMDs, RMD little s, to a lot of people, that is a four-letter word. RMDS. Yeah. It's the same thing as a bad four-letter word um, because they haven't planned for them properly. And if you don't plan for them, you fall, literally fall right into the government's trap. They want you to forget about taking money from your IRAs. They want you to defer taking money out until 72 now with the new rules because the longer you defer, they're hoping the more money you have in your account, which forces you, forces you to take more and more higher levels of required minimum distributions for the rest of your life once you turn 72. So then you have to start paying more tax on monies. In a lot of cases, you didn't either want at that point or can't spend as well as if you would have started to take distributions out earlier, maybe at 62. Because at 62, we know you can go on a lot more trips a lot easier than at 72. We know at 62, you might want to do a lot of work around the house more so than when you did it at 72. 
You might want to help your kids and grandkids now. You might want to help your church and charitable organizations at 62 rather than wait 10 years down the road because they need your help now. And that simply is by putting together a plan that will minimize the impacts, Jim, of the devastating effects of taxes on your required minimum distributions. Yeah, you know, Dan, uh, you made a point here a few seconds ago about that your RMDs go up every single year beginning at 72. So, for example, at 72, you pay maybe 3.91% has to be taken out. At 73, it goes up maybe to 4%. And 74, it goes up to 4.2%, et cetera, et cetera. By the time you're 90, you might be taking out 12 to 15% of your IRA or your 401k funds, and that is add to your tax return. And if you don't fund this carefully, let's just say one of you pass away, let's say the husband passes away before the wife, and you lose your exemptions and your deductions for a married couple, and now you're down to a single person, and you're taking out 12, 13, or 14, 15%. If you don't plan this correctly, Dan, that tax burden can be significant for the spouse. Well, think about how mad we've seen older clients in their late 80s, early 90s get when they're forced to take so much income out from their IRAs in the form of required minimum distributions. And it's simply because they didn't plan up to that point. And and when you think about it, you know, when are we ever mad that we get more income? Well, we're mad when we get more income, when we have to pay tax on it and we don't need it. So you have to now look at reality. Reality is the younger you are, the better chance you'll have to spend the money and you can use it. There's tax strategies out there and we use it so many times, every day probably, Jim, on on average, that you can use your IRA for income that's not going to run out and give you substantial amounts of income on a monthly basis that will never run out for as long as you live and then not have a huge balance later when it comes to increasing your minimum distributions. So that will reduce the taxes on a later part for both you and your beneficiary. Yeah, Dan, but the only way you can do that is you have to have a structure planned detailed by month and by year for the rest of your life. You cannot wake up at 80 years old and say, oh, I should have done something differently because it's too late, folks. Uh, You cannot change the ball game at that time. But you can, if you structure plans correctly, look at this and look out at the future and delineate how income is going to be pulled out of your retirement assets to mitigate these taxes, Jan, and to maximize the net after-tax income the consumer puts in their pocket, not the federal government. So you got to look at this, Dan, regularly. Uh, We look at it annually with our clients uh, to make sure that the plan is working according to the concept behind it. So do you have an IRA, 401k, SEP, or any other type of tax-deferred retirement account? Now you know that required minimum distributions force you to withdraw money from these accounts, whether the stock market is up or down, whether you need the money or not, and regardless of how much tax you're going to pay, you have to take the money out. This could trigger higher taxes with your IRA, 401k, Social Security benefits, investment income, and more. And every year, you could be paying more and more in taxes. That's why we put something together, something very special, just for our listeners on the show today. Learn how you could successfully reduce your taxes with these tax-deferred accounts with our Peak Financial Retirement Blueprint. And today, we're offering to create one of these customized plans just for you. And we're not going to charge you a dime. This free customized plan will show you how you could potentially reduce your taxes on the IRAs and your required minimum distributions, reduce the taxes the new tax laws have placed on your beneficiaries, generate dependable income while lowering risk, and wring every nickel out of your tax-deferred accounts, and so much more. 
You know, Dan, you know, what's great is that we can make it real easy for the consumer here. Uh, there's absolutely no o- obligation. There's no cost to this. But obviously, we can't do this for everybody. So we're offering this to qualified listeners who call us today. Be one of the next seven callers. And if you've saved at least $500,000 for retirement, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and then say the keyword money. Many advisors may charge thousands of dollars for a customized plan like this. We're not going to charge you one penny. And there are absolutely no strings attached. There's no obligation. We'll never ask you to buy one thing. This offer is available for the listeners who call us today. All you have to do is call and leave us a message. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. That's pound 250 and say the keyword money. And Dan, we got something really great. You know, Dan, when we come back, uh, we're going to share why your tax-deferred retirement accounts could be a ticking tax time bomb to the heirs of your estate. Reducing your taxes, optimizing your Social Security benefits, generating income, and paying for the skyrocketing cost of health care. We tackled the toughest issues with planning for retirement today. Welcome back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim and Dan. And today we're talking about four IRA and 401k tax traps that could rob you of a big chunk of your retirement savings. And coming up in our final segment, we're going to talk about why your IRA, 401k, and other tax-deferred retirement accounts need to be handled differently with your entire estate plan. Otherwise, you could be leaving the people you love with an unbelievable tax nightmare they're going to have to live through. So, you know, when you really look at leaving money to beneficiaries, Jim, I People don't think about that other than in the, you know, 30,000 foot view that, hey, I'm glad I get to potentially leave my kids and grandkids and my charities some money. But when you're talking about your kids and grandkids, leaving them an IRA or a 401k inside of the estate, it could be one of the biggest tax nightmares people are going to have to go through in their entire life. You know, but it's changed too, Dan. I mean, a year and a half ago, uh, it was different. And all of us today, the rules are completely changed and are not in our favor. They're in the favor of the federal government. Because in the olden days, when you died, uh, when you passed on your that retirement account, whether it's an IRA, 401k, your defined benefit money, whatever it may have been in that retirement account that you've been tax deferring that money, you had your lifetime. And if you were the heir, so let's say I passed away and I passed it to my children, they had their entire lifetime to take that money out uh, according to their RMD schedule. But all of a sudden, uh, about two years ago, the law changed. And now, Dan, how many years do they have to take it out? Well, now your beneficiaries are forced to take that money out over no longer than a 10-year time period. So if they spread the taxes out, they could take out one-tenth of the balance plus earnings over that time period. But what if you have a decent-sized IRA of $3 million? That means if you pass away, your beneficiaries have to take out $300,000 plus earnings over a 10-year time period. That is definitely going to be devastating to their own personal tax planning. In addition, on top of, Jim, the federal and state taxes, there could be estate taxes. That means E-S-T-A-T-E, estate taxes on top of that, because depending on the value of your personal family estate, when you pass away, if you're over a certain level, not only will the beneficiaries have to pay tax on those IRA distributions and take it out over 10 years, the estate might have to pay estate taxes, which could be almost 50%. So if you can imagine, in some cases, people could be losing 75% of their IRA values just because they haven't planned properly. 
You know, Dan, a lot of people don't understand either uh, that once you retire or you start your Medicare payments, that the um, federal government is actually looking at your tax return every year. And a lot of you have already experienced this, is that you wonder why your Medicare premiums go up every single quarter because they're looking at your tax return. And if you have not structured your income correctly coming out of all of these accounts and it boosts your income above certain thresholds, you are going to get an additional bill on your Medicare premiums. Being able to structure a portfolio correctly, uh, designing when you're going to take it out of income, out of these different retirement accounts, is so vitally important because it not only determines how much tax you're going to pay, but it also determines, Dan, your Social Security benefits and the Medicare premiums you're going to pay above what you ever thought once you start happening. Oh, no, definitely. And I think a lot of people just take the simple way out and they say, okay, my spouse is my IRA, 401k, whatever beneficiary. My spouse is who I'm going to leave the money to, which is great. The problem is then once you pass away and your spouse receives your IRA, they now will be forced to take minimum distributions based on their lifetime. They don't have to take it out over 10 years, but most people forget that at that point now, the surviving spouse is going to be taxed as a single individual and not a married couple. And single individual tax rates are going to be significantly higher when you look at the overall tax structure, the amount of taxes to be paid on the same amount of income than if you're married. When people come in and you look at have they had a survivor income and tax analysis done? And we've never seen one of those done. And if you're driving around listening now, you know, has your current advisor done a an actual income analysis that shows when you both are living, what you get? If one of you's gone, what does the survivor get? And more importantly, if one of you's gone, what does the survivor have to pay in tax? And what does the survivor get net of taxes? And that's the number that matters because how do you know as a survivor that the survivor is going to be financially secure unless you go to those complete complete details in that type of tax analysis, Jim. Well, Dan, I'll go a step uh, deeper than that. I mean, really forget about that for a minute. Has your advisor actually put together an income plan, a tax plan, a legacy plan? How are you going to fund long-term care? How are you going to handle inflation? Is this in writing? When are you going to turn in income? Will the income increase or decrease? Is it income guaranteed or is it not guaranteed? Uh, when do you turn on Social Security? If that hasn't been put in place, Dan, all this other stuff you can't even do. You, you, you got to do that first. And I have not met, and Dan, I mean, we have met with thousands of people. How many people have you talked to over the last 30 years that actually had that type of plan in place? Between us, I think we've seen two people that have had a true plan of what you just listed out because that's what we call a true plan. Other advisors might call a true plan a lot less. And then people come in, they might have, you know, an information about this is how my income can come to me. Or maybe their tax person has done a tax analysis. Maybe their state attorney has done something, but they don't come in with everything put together in one package. And it's that one package that really provides the opportunity for the client to understand their money and for the client to stop worrying about their money. And it's really, you know, the bottom line. Do you have an IRA or 401k? It's natural to worry about the taxes you're going to have to pay on these accounts. Because remember, you haven't paid taxes on this money yet, right? But would you believe people have an even bigger fear than taxes on these accounts? According to Forbes, 70% of Americans fear running out of money in retirement more than they fear death itself, which means they even fear running out of money more than taxes. And it's with good reason. We're living longer than ever before. So now you have to make your money last 25, 30, maybe even 40 years. One of the most effective ways to avoid running out of money is by creating multiple streams of income in retirement, generating income that could last for as long as you do. It's just one of the critical issues we tackle with our peak financial retirement blueprint. 
And today, we're offering to create one of these customized plans just for you. And we're not going to charge you a dime. This free customized plan will show you how you could reduce your taxes in retirement, generate dependable income while lowering your risk, wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits, and seamlessly pass your wealth on to the people you love and do so much more. You know, Dan, the good news is there's no cost and there is absolutely no obligation whatsoever. But obviously, we can't do this for everyone. So we're offering this to qualified listeners who call us today. Be one of the next seven callers, and if you've saved at least $500,000 for retirement, dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. You know, many advisors, Dan, may charge thousands of dollars for customized plans like we're talking about today on this show. We're not going to charge you a dime. And again, there's no strings attached at all. This offer is available for the listeners who call us today. All you have to do is call and leave us a message. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. Again, pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money. This is Dan Ahmed and Jim Files, your host of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. We're signing off for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward for you joining us again next week for some wonderful topics. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency, LLC, California Insurance License number 0N14013. Dan Ahmad, California Insurance License number 0732913. And Jim Files, California Insurance License number 0F06511.